Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hello and welcome to the Field of 68 Best Bet Show presented by Bet Rivers. We are the three-man weave. We're coming to you from the lovely Luxor in Las Vegas, Nevada. You might have tuned into our Vegas shows in the past and thought, hmm, those boys are pretty banged up. But this trip, guys, we're all feeling pretty good. We're also in the exact same room. Through the magic of Zoom, we're touching and sitting around the same table. We're just having a great time with each other, guys. March is here. The tournament, it's round 32. Matthew, I want to take away from you first, my good friend, about what you've seen so far. Hoot hoot. Both of them. Kenny? Yes. you. The Owls advance. Yes. March on. Well, Kenny did not advance. Let's be clear. Okay. Here. It, it was, was very, they should have a little Great drought. teams win. Great teams cover. They yeah. should have won. Um, I mean, yeah, FTU, pretty good ball club. Uh, and then the Purdue fraudulent yellers yeah. now are just crowing. And then they should. They should. So, Is the NEC good conference, Matthew? Nope. It's still terrible. Um, FTU's run, run here does not change any of that. But Tobin Anderson, uh, he's done a nice little job with the clipboard up there in, uh, in Teenick, New Jersey. Kind of. Yes. And Jim? Yeah, I mean, have to use the obvious takeaway. Uh, Joey mentioned in the chat, holy unders. I have not been auto-betting unders, as the undertaker should be doing. Wish I was. Uh, first half unders got whooped yesterday morning. I got a little spooked. A lot of slow second half, though. See if that happens today. But Kai, our Tigers are playing today. We're going to get to it. We're excited. We are stoked, guys. Also, yeah, our voices sound relatively great compared to what uh, we usually well, do. Compared to most years. Relatively. Most I thought you did a number, but that's okay. Let's see. Right. Takeaways, guys. How about no 12 seeds? Winning in the first round, arguably, the, and we made such a case about how yes, good the twelves were. Arguably, the best crop of twelve seeds we've seen in a tournament uh, pre-flop. One thirteen seed, no fourteens, but we had a fifteen to sixteen. It's March. It's pandemonium. Unbelievable, cool stuff, guys. All right, we're gonna get into. I'm just gonna. It's like a little fireside chat. I'm just gonna talk to you guys. You all, know? all three of us look like we're posting hostage videos. That's yeah. I'm gonna. And I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I pan to the camera and I smile at you guys. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Let's get started with the show. Furman, San Diego State. We're going chronological order for you keeping track at home. Score with your little score sheets. San Diego State is land five and a half against Furman. I'm going to Matt first with the take. Yep, I'm putting you on the spot, buddy. Get up, get out of bed. You just rolled out of bed. What do you got? Torn. I think I lean toward the Aztecas in this one, Kai. Uh, I was worried about their travel situation in the first um First round. They flew a chartered flight. Relax. Yeah, but West Coast, East Coast plan early tip time. But today, I think they're, they're used to it. Um, Mark Ziegler did a great breakdown of the matchup similarities between San Diego State and Colorado State. I'm sorry, Furman and Colorado State, who San Diego State has historically owned 
Um, Nico Medved has been obviously, a, you know, he's a good X and O tactician, but Dutcher always seems to have the the solution to that kind of stuff. So I think on short prep, where you would think Furman's kind of unique offense would be really advantageous, I don't think it actually holds true tonight. I like the Aztecs as kind of an evil villain against the Pins. You, you've always been an evil villain. But yeah, it is the five out, very similar to Colorado State, trying to space the floor against the pack line. You kind of perceive that that would work, but they don't have the elite shooting that you normally expect in Furman. They can shoot one mm. through five, but it's not top 10 in the country type of stuff. I don't know. I think this is a much worse matchup for Furman than Virginia. We hammered that home. They got a really good draw with Virginia, who's not athletic or, or overly athletic. San Diego State, much more athletic, physical, going to probably beat Furman up inside and on the glass. Mm-hmm. But Kai, the Mountain West, it stinks. Last 13 games in the tournament, only one cover, and it was San Diego State's luck box against yes. Charleston. Kind of want to keep fading it. I lean towards Furman. I also... Really like the under in this one. I think it is slow, slow, slow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I do think Furman struggles with athletes, guys. NC State game lost by 19. Come on. That's a that's a good comparison, right? High level athleticism. San Diego State allows a high three-point attempt rate. They do rank sixth in the country in three-point percentage allowed. They can test shots and long inside and out. It's a lot of points to lay. I agree with the Mountain West trends, man. 15 and 38 and one against the spread. Hit last the showers, 54 boy. games. Thank God. Hit the showers, Boise. Hit the showers, Utah State. I don't want to hear about shot quality game with Utah State. Mizzou was better in that game. Yeah. Plain and bad, simple. Bad model there. Mizzou shot the ball poorly too, gang. All right. Until the final. Until the final, whatever. Right. All right. Mizzou Tigers are the best team in the world. All right. Next game. Duke. Tennessee. Kempom makes this game. Tennessee minus three. The market gym says otherwise. Duke minus three and a half. That's right. The hook. Knows the Kai Ziegler for Tennessee. Current form of Duke is pretty impressive. Where do you stand? Yeah, Kai, we we talked about this game on our series show on Thursday night. We thought, oh, we think Duke will probably open a favorite rather than the, the Ken Palm line of Tennessee minus three. And lo and behold, they opened a favorite and were bet up minus three, minus three and a half. It's kind of intimidating to lay three and a half, but I'm probably going to do it. I did take minus three. That was not what's available at our pals bet rivers. But Matt, I do think your Blue Devils are trending way up. Derek Lively was a man. Yeah, he against Oral Bob. I thought he'd get played off the court by their shooting, and he was actually like probably the most dominant guy on the yeah. floor. Now you put him in a slightly better matchup, Tennessee not a team that can bomb away from three. That that works out well. The one thing is, Matt, I think Tennessee tends to have problems with teams that can shoot, mm. and that's not really Duke's bag. They did shoot a lot better down the stretch. I think Blue Devil fans yelled at me when I went on our boy Russ's podcast that they were better down the stretch, but it's not a bombs away team, and that can yeah, be a problem against way. Tennessee. Uh, I mean, Whitehead kind of being, you know, he hasn't played more than like 25 minutes um, in a while, but like when he plays, he's impactful. I had three threes last game. I think he's, and him and Grandy are kind of the shooting antidote that they need to soften up this defense here. I cannot believe this is a seven point difference between Ken Tom and, and uh, the market. It's like, I think everyone knows Duke is just way better than the numbers indicate. Um, I just, and I underestimated the enthusiasm with people. Can so we do today. peek behind the curtain here? Matt was screaming at his pre-show <laughs> that uh, Duke could be favored over everyone except Alabama in the field. I think I'm right about that. Chat, chat, please tell me what team Duke would not be favored over. I think I have a good case on this one. All right, here comes Mr. Kai with some cold water. I'm just going to pour it all over this, this Duke thing here. Guys, we're getting carried away with Duke. Are we? Let's run through Kai's bets against Duke so far. Um, uh, we'll start with North <laughs> Carolina. Nope. How about uh, Pitt? Nope. How about Miami? Nope. How about Virginia? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't bet. Whoa, 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 whoe. You're saying I faded Duke every time. No, no, I thought no, you bet no, no, You no, faded no, three no. of those. No, 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 no. I okay. did. I did uh, lean towards UNC, and I did fade Duke against Royal Roberts. You're correct. Duke in the Elite Eight. 
and I picked Duke to win the ACC tournament. Better than that, yes. I'm on board. Whether you like it or not, I also took Duke to win the ACC tournament in the Stucky Pool. So thank you very much, sir. Yes, fist pound. However, we're getting carried with Duke. Congratulations, you ran through the ACC and Oral Roberts. Come on, it's mid major. If they run through Tennessee today, I will give them the credit where it's due. I think three and a half is ridiculous. I think there is a lot of value in Tennessee here at three and a half. Does that mean Tennessee's going to win? No, of course not. But the value is there. I don't see how you can think the value is on Duke minus three and a half. I think the better side play would be Tennessee. I'm a hater, though. I'm a documented hater yeah, of Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, I like the under. Grain of salt. It's been a very heavy trend in this tournament, but I think both teams struggle to score a little bit. Like I said, I don't love Duke shooting against this Tennessee defense. So. It's down to 126. Yeah, I think I was going through the game. I think all but uh, one game today has been bet down at least a point and a half. This one's been bet down three from the opener. Yeah. All right. The takers game. are back. They're back. Next game. Oh, boy, there's going to be a lot of outrage at the pool oh, today during the, during the yeah. Duke and Tennessee game. All right. Arkansas, Kansas. Kansas plus an AR is the matchup we get here. Lots of jokes, I'm sure, out there in, in the ether. Kansas is land four. Matt, here's what I'm going to start here. If you watched Arkansas play against Illinois and you're still confident in this team, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You're a you're a stargazer. You're a dream weaver, et cetera. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, I like Kansas here. I um, I think they have, with McCuller being fully healthy, I was kind of worried his back thing would be a recurring issue. I guess it could always flare up again, but you need him as a defensive stopper against either Smith or Black, and you have Harris, obviously, who can check the other. You cut them off, you know, you cut the head of the snake off. I, I think Arkansas looks a lot more mortal, and Illinois did all they could to make Arkansas look really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just note in that game, this has been bets under two and a half points. Again, that Undertaker trend. Um, Illinois played to 78 possessions despite that game falling 136 because the shot making and just general offensive. Uh, it's been horrible in this tournament. Horrid. Tight rims. I agree. Horrid. I agree with the chat. Yeah. And we'll be on. We need to reenact our rim investigation in uh, I team. Uh, because, be, yeah. It's on the ground to the West Region. I'll yeah, let you know. So we'll have a uh, good look there. But yeah, I think you hit the under here again, even at the worst number. I think it's a slow, slow game. And the rims clearly are. Uh, a fun house of rig. So we have to mention no bill self today, just announced from our yep. overlord Jeff Goodman. He will not be present on the sideline. It hasn't mattered that much. I know they got boat raced by Texas, but how good does Texas look right now? Mm-hmm. So not going to give them too much of a punishment for that. I just watch one of these teams and I think, Hey, that's a smart decision. And yes. I watch the other and I think, wow, that's dumb. And Kansas is the smart one. That's the well-coached team. They take better shots. Arkansas just does some wild things with the ball that make you really, really wonder. I mean, the talent level's there. And Kai, Nick Smith got benched down the stretch. Yes. After a turnover. That doesn't make me get warm and fuzzy about Arkansas. They have the talent level and the wings to match up here. I just trust Kansas way more. I, I would be on Kansas here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Bill Self's been out since the West Virginia game, right? Yeah, uh, he yes. did not coach in the Big 12 tournament. tournament so Kansas is 3-1 and one against the spread without Bill Self coaching. Correct. I don't think it matters that much that he's out on the sidelines. Um the two one. Yeah, yeah, Arkansas yeah. was 21 for 52 inside the arc. Jim mentioned the Nick Smith thing, but it is not a good sign to bench your quote-unquote best player this late in the season down the stretch. Like, you cannot be having spats with, with your best player uh, and feel confident yeah. about it. My best bet is Kansas minus four. They're the more mature team, the more disciplined team. They're the better team. Best bet, Kansas minus four. Hooray, hurrah. It's definitely not a Mizzou Tiger fan trying to reverse jinx them. Couldn't, couldn't, you wouldn't dare do that. It's a win-win situation (laughs) unless they win and don't cover. Okay. Next game. Oh my God. We get to talk about the Missouri Tigers. It's Tiger on Tiger action, baby. How sexy is that? Round of 32. 
tigers, 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 tigers. Uh, the Princeton Tigers play the Mizzou Tigers for the very – we've done this trip for 10 years to Vegas, and we have never had Missouri play on the Saturday that we were here. And we are so excited to watch them today. And they get the 15 seed instead of Arizona, which is pretty darn cool. No disrespect to Princeton, Jim. I don't think we can take them lightly. Mm, sounds like at a all disrespect. Though. No, no, no. I, I respect mm-hmm. this Princeton hey, team. You'd rather be favored than a dog, man. Let's yeah, let's not let's not disrespect Princeton, Jim. Going to you first. What are your thoughts? Normally, you'd be like, "Oh no, you have to short prep for an Ivy offense, Princeton." But Mizzou runs a lot of Princeton concepts offensively. It's not some crazy thing where they don't do it at all. Kind of the Kobe facilitating at the top of the key. Dribbling at wings, yeah, back they, cuts. They back cut a lot, yeah. They should be somewhat familiar with the way Tosan is going to attack, but he is so unique. Could be a little bit of an issue. Princeton was like desperate to slow the game down against Arizona. I think they will do that again today. They want to shorten it, make it minimum possessions. Like every time they got a rebound or off a made shot, Henderson was like slow. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. So I already bet the under here. I really like it. I Mizzou has been more competent defensively lately. I know the Utah State did not make shots, but they they pushed them off the three-point line. They contested everything. It wasn't as many wide-open ones as you expect. Yeah. Uh, so I like the under here, Kai. On the spread, ugh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just nervous. I have not handicapped Mizzou sides very well this year. Mm-hmm. I bet them with my heart in the first round. Got a winner there. I'm just going to take the under and hope that they win. Matthew. Yeah, I've been betting down five and a half points. Like, Mizzou's unders have been bet a lot this year and many times have been losers. Uh, but th- this one makes a lot of sense. I-, I think Princeton does try and slow the pace down. However, their game plan of shell the paint with the against Arizona, like, it's kind of a seismic shift to Mizzou where you actually have to contest the odds. Yeah, don't, like, don't, you kind of have to extend. So I don't know how – I worry about Princeton defense kind of faltering there. But Mizzou's taking some money um, up a half point from the opener, looks like. I'm torn. I think the number is about right. Six and a half, seven in touchdown. Mm-hmm. Ike Mizzou prevails, but I think Princeton's too smart and too, um, they execute too well to make this a blowout. Hey, uh, anybody out there, a macro expert, are unders being artificially priced too low because of the first round? Like, are we getting some value on the overs, guys? We're not thinking clearly here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, where where it's at now, it's harder to recommend. I think I got 148 and a half on this, about midway through where the opener was to where it is now. I just met every game across the board. Like, I feel like they're going to shade unders pretty hard. They have been shading unders relative to Ken Palm in the postseason late. Yeah, that has been a theme. But I think it's been a theme like the last few years. I don't know if that's unique to this season. Hey, just, just food for thought. Okay, here we go. Uh, here's what I'm worried about. Mizzou gave up a lot of easy stuff in the paint against Utah State. They, they kind of backdoored them <laughs> pretty easily, and that's what Princeton does. Uh, I'm not really scared about us being able to score on Princeton. Nobody can guard Kobe Brown. Princeton doesn't have any athletes uh, to really match oh, up. That's a Tosan shade. Come on, he's awesome. They have some athletes, but they're not the level of Mizzou is. Um, they, they are athletic for Princeton. I'll give them that for sure. Um, six and a half is a lot to lay. I, I would probably lean towards Princeton on the spread, just given the setting we're in. But I think Mizzou advances, man, and I will be excited. If and when they do, cautiously optimistic home field. We're one for the team. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to transition here to an ad read. God, so smooth. That was just <laughs> lawless. We love it. Yep. It's getting it pulled up. Ty, are we talking underdog fantasy right now? Oh, first, we're going to talk vaulted. Vaulted. Right. All right. This episode's presented by our partners at blah, 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 blah. blah. Bet- oh, no. We're going to talk about. Uh, all right. This is smooth. I think Kai's having an annual. Uh, underdog fantasy. You're right, Jim. Well, this is all effing. 
Save it for later. We're doing vaulted. I see vaulted. You guys ever get tired of trying to prove that you won an argument that your takes weren't hot? They were right. Well, I got an answer for your problems. Vaulted. V-L-T-E-D. Pronounced vaulted. It's a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forever. Challenge your friends. Keep track of the results and prove you are, in fact, the smartest boy in the room. Vaulted will also be releasing more than 50 pools in the next three months. So download the app at the link below and sign up for your your three-month trial. I assume it's free. And store your predictions now and forever. It is free, I think. Vaulted. V-L-T-E-D. Vaulted. Download it. I don't know. I'm sure Field of 68 gets a kickback, something like that. All right. Auburn, Houston. Here we go. Houston, minus five and a half. Injury question marks for Houston abound. Marcus Sasser's not 100%. Shed banged up his knee. This team always seems to be dealing with injuries in the postseason. It sucks. I want a fully healthy Houston, man. Matt, the game's in Birmingham or Birmingham. Samson, not happy about it in the press conference. I agree. It's kind of lame. Uh, I, I think it is a little bit lame, but it's not against the rules. The committee does not put a disadvantage in the first round for a higher seeded team. They do not care about the second round. Matthew, thoughts? I don't. Both these teams, I will be picking to lose next round. So, um, yeah, Houston has bigger problems with injuries. Like a sixty-two or sixty-three points against NKU. I don't know why they were so adamant on playing so damn slow. I know NKU can deflate the pace, but Houston had opportunities to run. They just completely punted on those. Like, I think it's the shed knee, man. He's usually it, the pace pusher. I don't. They have offensive issues scoring the half court. They have. They should be trying to alleviate those and getting some in transition. But anyway, and now my point is, they'll have that today against Auburn. So if they have them, they should be trying to take them. But because they were so reluctant to do so against NKU, I think they're just going to kind of play their game. Um, I like Auburn, and it's kind of just betting on the team. I hate less, is that, if that makes any sense. And I think their size up front will help. You hate Houston more than Auburn? Right now, that was disgusting. It's NKU. Absolutely horrid offense. I know the zone can be funky. It still is very bothersome. Um, and then off the Memphis destruction. I don't know. I think Auburn covers this. It's been bet down big. Five is short, but I would actually lean toward Auburn. I think it's a one-two possession game. Their defense is still fantastic. Yeah, and Auburn is a bad shot-taking team. And Houston teases you into taking terrible shots. I think we see a lot of bricks from Auburn today. Like the first half against Iowa, they got hot in the second half, but that was against the 150th best defense. This is against the second best defense. So mm-hmm. I don't like the tempo thing. I don't like that Shed seems banged up and can't push. Again, Sasser's shot making is super important to them, and he seems to be off as well. But I trust Houston more than more than Auburn at this stage. So even with the injuries and being wrong on the first round with Houston, I'm leaning towards the Cougars guy. I am too, man. Uh, they're better. They're a lot better than Auburn. You got I, people are getting really hung up on the NKU game. Yep, I am. They won by eleven. I mean, they grabbed forty-two percent of their offensive rebounds. By they, the way, they, 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 too, they gave a ton. Absolutely, they did not shoot well. They did not play well. They won by double digits. They got out of the first round. I, if you're an Indiana fan, you're pleased with this potential. Yeah, but we're, man, we're small sample size theater guys. Know, it's right. one game. You're right. Yeah, come on. Uh, Houston, top five offensive rebounding team. Auburn, pretty solid interior D. Great shot blockers, but they gamble and they do not get bodies on guys boxing out. I think they're going to get crushed in the glass here. 318th defensive rebound. 318. I think Houston's going to get a lot of boards here. Auburn cannot shoot, like Jim said. I don't see how they score efficiently. I, I lean towards Houston, minus five and a half. Uh, obviously, check the lineups. I, I don't know if Sasser and or Shed will be sitting. They definitely won't be 100%. Um, I don't think they'll sit. I think they'll, I think they'll play. They're playing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next game, Penn State, Texas. 
minus five and a half in favor of the Longhorns. Give me the Nittany Kitties, Jim. What are your thoughts? Well, they can shoot. We saw that for sure against Texas A&M. One of the okay handicaps that we've actually had there, saying that was a terrible matchup for a hot Texas A&M team. Booty ball, Jalen Pickett can be an issue. However, we keep saying, I think there are guys that can guard Pickett. Dexter Dennis was a decent matchup. He couldn't really handle it. Now you've got Texas. You've got some bigger guards. You can throw Timmy Allen at him. I'm going to laugh when they put Brock Cunningham on him. I hope Jalen Pickett shoves him in a locker. Uh, but Texas is rolling, man. They're so potent offensively at this stage. Like, it's kind of wild that they're carried by that end of the floor. Matt, I, I wonder if Penn State's luck runs out a little bit here, but the shooting always gives them a chance. High variance game here. Yeah, I mean, Jamari Rice has completely changed this perception of Texas for me. Like last few games, he had to deal with 17 in the Big 12 title game. He had 23, completely on fire in the first half. I mean, I call it first half big. They lost by nine, did cover by a hook because Jabari had six threes. I mean, Texas is legit. I think they're the one team that I probably slept on the last few weeks. I'm on Penn State today. It's my best bet because Booty Ball is real. Just the way he maneuvers and meanders wherever he wants to go. The, the, you have to throw multiple guys at him when you do. He finds guys. And when he's one-on-one, I don't think even um, Hunter or any of the wings that Texas has can actually guard him. I, I'm just riding this Penn State wave, man. I think it's real. Um, I, I don't know if they win, but I think five and a half in what should be a low possession game, a game, dicti- uh, a game dictated excuse me, by Penn State's pace, I lean toward the Nitty Lions heavy. Well, in fact, I bet that they're my best one. You did, Matt. Yeah. Uh, they, five and a half is your number. Five and a half. Five and, five and, half. and a hook. Thank you. They can handle the basketball. That's key against Texas. Texas forces turnovers at a top 20 rate. Penn State can shoot against anybody. That's key against anybody. Texas not overwhelmingly huge up front. They're long everywhere, but not necessarily like seven-foot kaiju monsters running around, right? They are. They are. That's what you were researching kaiju for? That's right. Okay. Kaijus. Look it up. They're monsters. All right. I'll take Penn State as well. Northwestern, UCLA. This game, I could could not care less yeah, about, fellas. The phrase is could not care less, not could care less. UCLA minus seven and a half. Again, who cares? I think UCLA runs them out, Matt. That's my gut feel. Yeah. You don't need Jalen Clark against Northwestern's offense. It's brutal. Tiger's old. He's not going to turn the ball over. Give me UCLA. Seven feels high. Um, I think that, like, first half UCLA maybe. I don't know why. Just, like, if you're trying to ride that in the cheaper first half, maybe a true result. I don't know. Northwestern, another team where I've continued to doubt them, and I mean, what have they really done wrong? I guess they just beat a Mountain West team, so what is that saying? Nothing. Um, total feels a little high. I kind of like the under. I thought this game was ugly. This feels like an Auburn-Northwestern repeat in that weird MT when the game was like 43 40, to 42. Yeah. Yeah. So 126, I would go under. This is one of the undertaker trends I would look to get involved in. Yeah, UCLA hates shooting the three, really low in three-point attempt rate, but Northwestern's defense is super compact, forces you to be on the perimeter, don't love that for UCLA efficient scoring. I also think Northwestern has almost no prayer of scoring efficiently against this defense unless they are white hot from downtown. I don't really envision that happening. Seven and a half does feel a little high, but I would much rather take UCLA here. Uh, John Fendler had a very good tweet about Mick Cronin on short rest really, or, or short prep has been awesome. Chris Collins has not. So I'm definitely leaning UCLA. Like I said, the Jalen Clark stuff won't show up until the competition gets stiffer. <clears throat> Yes, agreed. Sorry to clear my throat. Maryland. Da, 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 da. Let me clear my throat. That's the rest of the show. We're just going to, we're bouncing. Maryland, Alabama. Alabama's minus eight and a half, man. That's a big spread for the tournament, in my opinion, uh, between these two caliber of teams. 
Is it warranted though, Jim? Bama rocks. We know this. They played with their food against Corpus Christi. Uh, Maryland, not hopeless, but your opinion. Will Alabama try on defense? Because I really don't think they did in the first round. You give up 75 to that Corpus Christi team, even in on 73 possessions. Over one point per possession is bad yeah. against that team without their point guard, mind you. They were red hot from three, still probably have a chance to cover, despite that ridiculous late three from Corpus Christi that I almost think Lutz told them not to take. I think Alabama comes out way more engaged here. I'm not super concerned about Miller's groin. Yeah. Uh, and I still don't trust Maryland away from home. Look how bad they were in the first like 10 minutes against West Virginia. Alabama first half minus five is my best bet. Nice. I think the tide come out firing. Matthew, tell me why I'm wrong. The groin bothers me. Uh, I was with my father at dinner last week. He's like, you guys don't understand. Groins are nagging. They don't go away easily. And, and I think everyone that's had a groin issue can attest to that. They've talked about how they are taking it slow. Um, so maybe I'm over fixating on one part of a team that's really, you know, deep and complete, but he is the best part of that puzzle. I would be discounting Alabama because of the groin for Miller here. I still think it's a little too short because Alabama's that good. Um, and I don't think Maryland matches up well with Alabama. So I, I like Jim Sy here. I just wouldn't be dumping a, uh, you know, a bag of cash on it, I suppose. Okay. Just a few. <clears throat> yeah, Maryland's solid, man. Both ends. They're a solid team. How Brandon Miller zero points against Corpus Christi? Scored 10 plus in 33 out of 34 games going into that game. Wow. Unreal. I lean towards Maryland full game on the spread. Um, I just think it's too high, man. And I like Alabama a lot, but lean towards Terps. All right, guys. <clears throat> Before we, our best bets here, we got one more ad read here. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em, where you can win, where you can win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's games. And pick'em, all you do is pick whether a player will go higher or lower on Underdog's projected totals. That's points, rebounds, whatever. If you're like me and you think insert player here is going to go nuts today, <laughs> see what I did there. Pick higher on his points projection, take higher on his picks, and if you hit them all, you can win 20 times your money on a single game. Holy moly, 20 times. Underdog's slick mobile app is easy enough that even dummies like Jeff Goodman have figured it out. That's in the actual ad read. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D, to get 100% deposit match up to $100. Get in on the madness now. All right. Best bets. Kai, starting off, as a reminder, fellas, I am taking Kansas minus four. The Jayhawks, uh, emotional hedge, being a Mizzou fan, we play generally at the same time today. Go Kansas against the spread, but not in the future. Trust Kansas, don't trust Arkansas. Uh, what is happening here? Okay, yes, hi. Don't do this, Matt. Put that back on him. I want to just see the um, that, that was Matt. My best bet is Alabama first half. Like weird, like, so. Alabama first half minus five. Brandon Miller is apparently 80% per the Jeff Goodman tweet just now. That roster still rocks without him. They've got a ton of shooting, ton of different playmakers. They're huge. Uh, Julian Reese, or Julian, Julian Reese? Julian Reese. 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 Right? How does that sound wrong to me? Anyways, he had a very good game against West Virginia. Betty Ako and Pringle and Clowney, I think, are tougher matchups for him. So come out firing early tide, play a little more focused defensively. Alabama first half minus five. Matt. Booty ball, five and a half. Penn State is my bets, bets today, Mr. McKeon. Love it. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us on the Field of 68 Best Bet Show today. We hope you enjoyed our show. We're going to be back tomorrow on Sunday to talk about the Sunday games. And 
I don't know. Have Same fun. Time, 815? Eight, uh, 815 Pacific, 1015 Central, 1115 Eastern. Good luck on your bets today. Go Mizzou. Enjoy the pool you're going to, and go Missouri Tigers. We'll see you tomorrow.